Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, surprise, surprise, China has no intention of honoring its Paris Climate Accord targets. Sit back and relax, and enjoy today's episode of The Daily Bolt. Okay, so after a brief foray into the world of cows with the previous podcast, we are back to... Uh, more serious topics, including a news item that, uh, not surprisingly, did not really get hardly any play in terms of any of the U.S. news media or even the Associated Press, but it did show up in a small corner of the BBC.com, BBC's news site. Um, And this involves China and its climate targets, and in particular, it's increasing use of coal. And uh, I've mentioned before on a previous podcast that currently Chinese greenhouse gas emissions are roughly on the order of four times that of the U.S. uh, and uh, close to being on par with those uh, from India. And China is a member of the Paris Climate Accords. They did not uh, retreat from the accords, but one wonders if they probably should never have signed it in the first place. Uh, While the rest of the world has been cutting coal-based electricity over the past several years, and that includes the U.S., despite what you might think because of clean-burning coal plants, Uh, China has added enough in just the last 18 months to power 31 million new homes. And this has been going on uh, in terms of a big expansion of coal, actually all the way back uh, since 2006, well before the Paris Climate Accords. Uh, China has relied on coal as a huge step in developing its economy. Uh, They had a program that started in about 2006 called the One Coal Plant a Week building program. It lasted for 10 years, and they basically built one new coal plant a year. Sorry, one new coal plant a week. So you think that's 520 new coal plants between 26 and the end of 2015. Uh, and at the, at the time, they actually had built so much that they had led to overcapacity. And many of the plants were only able to run 50% of the time because the air pollution, in particular, from so many new plants, uh, not necessarily built with the cleanest technology, was choking many uh, medium to large Chinese cities. So in 2015, the national government did try to take some steps that were consistent with the Paris Climate Accords. They tried to clamp down on new building of coal plants at the national level. However, it continued to allow provincial governments the freedom to issue new permits. Uh, And it's no surprise that if the provincial governments are seeing coal as the way to the future, just like the national government did, they're not going to change their behavior. They're not going to stop. And the national government basically, uh, they made this big statement that made it sound like they were going to be international leaders on greenhouse gas emissions and coal plants. And they just basically just looked the other way. Uh, They knew, wink, wink, nod, nod, that the provincial governments were not going to slow down any of their building. 
and the local authorities permitted up to five times more plants than even the one coal plant a week program. So that there were as many as, as three to four potentially being able to be built every week. I don't think that it necessarily happened that way, but nonetheless, um, if effectively, uh, in addition to the provincial governments uh, building all these new plants, you also still had uh, uh, continued large increase in usage. It did fuel the economy. It did exactly what the provincial governments wanted. More electricity, more power fuels, more economic growth. And it's helped to continue Chinese uh, growth uh, economically uh, as they attempt to continue to compete with the U.S. to be the world's number one economy. And while uh, this new research study has shown that other countries have basically cut their coal usage... Uh, fairly dramatically, countries outside of China, uh, they, they cut their coal power by a capacity of about 8.1 gigawatts. That's billions of watts. In the same period, China added 43 gigawatts. So within even just an 18-month period, China's growth in the use of coal has dwarfed the cuts by other countries by a factor of of uh, five and approaching six. So this is not the behavior of a country that really has an interest in meeting climate targets. And if that's not bad enough, China has also financed construction of many new coal plants outside of China within the developing third world. So that we have an additional new source of uh, coal fired emissions from the, the, elect, uh, the, the coal electricity plants, uh, which is getting added into the system by countries who did not have to sign the Paris Accords because they were developing, they got exemptions, etc., etc., and it's still China doing it. So I mentioned in a few podcasts ago about being responsible stewards that politically, one of the things that we should be doing is not focusing uh, all of our attention domestically. We need to be focusing an enormous amount of political attention on China. India, too, for that matter. But the Chinese uh, have uh, been outstripping India in terms of their production of coal plants. And as it says uh, in this BBC article, this is kind of the biggest statistic that's coming out of this research uh, study. China is building about 50% more coal plants than are under construction in all other countries combined. Is this a country that is being serious about climate change, about uh, honoring its Paris Accord commitments? I don't think so. And it actually brings uh, into clearer focus why... Uh, a country like the United States, under the current administration, might choose to back out of the Paris Climate Accords because they are patently unfair. And they're patently unfair because who's enforcing this with China? Nobody. So why should we come in in good faith? Why should anybody come in in good faith if you have already the world's largest greenhouse gas producer 
on a track to increase greenhouse gas emissions uh, so dramatically to the point that it doesn't matter what the rest of the world does. And that's pretty much the path that China is currently on. And uh, this is uh, so far out of alignment with what they agreed to. China agreed that by 2030, it needs to reduce its coal power capacity by over 40% from current levels. And that was when, before all of these new power plants got constructed, even in the last five years. Um, China is not going to be willing to cut what now will be about half its power generation capacity. That is not going to uh, happen. And uh, a woman named Christine Scherer of the Global Energy Monitor, who is a co-author on this research study, has basically uh, put out the statement that China's proposed coal expansion is so far out of alignment with the Paris Agreement that it would put the necessary reductions in coal power out of reach even if every other country were to completely eliminate its coal fleet. So all of you there, I'm not saying that the U.S. shouldn't keep trying to have cleaner energy. But the point is, it doesn't matter even what the U.S. does as long as China continues these policies. Greenhouse gases will continue to increase and we're going to be on this climate experiment. If you want your, your uh, political activism to make a difference, focus it on China. If you know people in China, get them involved. Get them to focus on it. Because unless China is stopped, the runaway climate engine is going to continue to run away. That's assuming it is going to run away. The point is, the CO2 emission load will continue to run away. And then we may not really know what's going to happen. So, when it comes to all this stuff with the Green New Deal, etc., etc., by comparison, it's not going to do diddly. China's got to be brought under control first. Then maybe it makes some sense. And while you may think, well, there's nothing we can do about China, oh, yes, there is. We just uh, did what was a symbolic resolution, but an important one supporting the protesters for freedom in Hong Kong. Similar resolutions could be passed and signed, and I'm sure they would be signed by the Trump administration about climate emissions in China. That's all for today. For the Daily Bolt, I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Have a pleasant rest of your Thanksgiving Day weekend.